So, yeah. Uh, just to clarify things, you know, with the last episode, I was never, like, sh- I-, I was always sheltered from a lot of shit that people are desensitized to now. And, um, you know, just, just to give you an idea, my grandmother was, uh, she wasn't allowed to watch TV as a child because all growing up because her parents said that there was nothing but the devil. Like the t- television is the devil and shit like that. And um, what's funny about it is that we would later grow up to know that some of these television programs happen to be like mind control, you know, desensitization to, to shit like that. So what's weird is that her grandma was kind of right in a way. Uh, look it up. Look up MK Ultra and um, and television back in the early like sixties or shit like that. Like it shit was weird. There's and it's still to this day. There's still some truth. You know. Uh, let's start this show. Let's <laughs> let's go ahead and start this. Welcome to the Suicide Tribe. Trippy. We here. Let's go. Walked in high shit. I didn't fuck the round, sparked another trippy stick. What I got in my cup is the gin and juice mix. The whole team lit off the purple demon sips. Yeah, lit trippy shit. Walked in high shit. I didn't fuck the round, sparked another trippy stick. What I got in my cup is the gin and juice mix. The whole team lit off the purple demon sips. Yeah, lit trippy shit. Walked in swag dripping, purple demon sipping, trippy sticks being lit. And we ain't stopping till we hit the ceiling. Oh, I'm losing feeling, stumbling, losing my vision. It's the mission. Get lit, trippy shit. It's all a nigga know. Smelling like a pound of dang before I even hit the dough. Shawty lit, had a twerking before we hit the dance flow. Now she tissing, getting horny. Fucking time she say, let's roll. But I reach for my jar. Then I head to the bar. About to smoke up and pull down. I'm up in the stars. I'm lost in the days. I'm floating off the haze. The night is getting crazy. And I'm stuck in the maze. Man, we came from the pavement. We all about the pavement. Hustle hard just to pay rent. Work hard, play hard. It's sushi, you can save it. We about to turn up, clap. Not a destination Walked in high shit I didn't fuck the round, sparked another trippy stick What I got in my cup is the gin and juice mix The whole team lit off the purple demon sips Yeah, lit trippy shit Walked in high shit I didn't fuck the round, sparked another trippy stick What I got in my cup is the gin and juice mix The whole team lit off the purple demon sips Yeah, lit trippy shit Life's good, why would I hate? Got a lot of niggas mad Cause I probably fucked this date So real, y'all fake Get out my way, stack cash in the safe Rap made me great, nah I won't quit, no. I won't flay. Nah. Just stay legit, man. I be getting paid. Yeah. Should I be lit or should I be baked? Higher in the kite and outer space. I'm floating, token, smoking, in dough, not out dough. Ho, I'm dope. Niggas broke. I'm grown with growth like woke. Kush been blown. Been smoking since flip phones. Throwback flow, call it Fred Flintstone. Quarterback stole, got my lighted in the end zone. Stuff a fat bow. Take a rip off a damn bone on the damn scene. High shit. I, I done fucked the around. Sparked another trippy stick. What out. I got in my cup is the gin and juice mix. The whole team lit off the purple demon sip. Get lit, trippy shit. Walked in high shit. I didn't fuck okay. around. Sparked another yeah. trippy stick. What I got in my cup is Bro, the gin and you guys, uh, you guys go check out this guy. I love this guy, man. This this track gets me every fucking time. Uh, shout out to my boy Freddie, put me on to a lot of uh, Ennis rappers. Uh, <laughs> um, fuck, man. 
Anyways, this guy, um, Trippy Clan, T R I I P Y C L A N. Yeah, y'all go, y'all go check out his music, man. Just throw that motherfucker out there, bro. Like, uh, if if he can rock a beat like this, come on. I mean that it's a hook, bro. That 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 hook is fire. Anyways, I, I'm not gonna sit there and suck on his booty hole and all, but I wouldn't mind to get him on this show. You know what? That's a goal for 2022. 2022, man. Uh, I'm I'm gonna get more people. I'm I'm trying to get some shit lined up to where uh, it's not just me on here. Uh, I mean, there I know people. Believe it or not, no, <laughs> no. I, I've got I've got friends who, um, when we get together, I let loose, man. I I. <laughs> Uh, I act a damn fool. You think I act a fucking fool on my show here? <laughs> nah, man. I, I act a goddamn fool. Anyways, uh, so what I was saying before is uh, we we're talking about old people. And uh, old people, they they seem to, it's like they could never let go of the racist shit. Uh, have y'all noticed that? If you ask people... Who's like, and it's, it goes for both races. They're, you know, all races. I, I notice it as well. The, I, since I have very white skin, I try to infiltrate the, you know, the white community and the, the older men, you know, I get along, I get, I, I start talking to them. You know, they, they, you hear about somebody getting killed by the cops and, you know, wrongfully killed. And it's just all like, no, that motherfucker deserved it. And it's like, Hold on, but like, what do you mean? And you know, just he's all like, "No, man, he's living a life of crime and blah 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 blah." And it's like, yeah, really? So just by looking at a dude's picture or hearing about somebody getting shot by police, you automatically assume that you you automatically assume that 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 he was you know a criminal all his life. Like, man, just, I just, whenever I questioned them on that, they just saw like, so what are you fucking black? And I'm like, no, dude, I'm a fucking human. Dude, and, and I'm not even going to say this dude's name because I know y'all will go out there and kill him. That's so stupid. But people hold on to that shit. It's same thing goes for the black race. Yeah, it, it it's not what we want to hear. I know. But it's true. It's the younger people. I'll tell you this, man. The younger white people and the younger black people. Dude, we, we kick it all the fucking time, man. We sit there, smoke blunts, pass it back and forth, drink beers. Hey, bro, what you feel like eating? And you know, you know what's funny is that black folks can always teach a white person where to go get good food. Like uh, soul food. Uh, 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 like chicken. You know, yeah, let's use stereotypes. Where's the best fried chicken? You know that motherfucker's in Rudy's down in Dallas, Texas, boy. Yeah. Fuck Hall's honey fried chicken. That shit's all right when you're in a pinch. But, nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Fuck that honey fried chicken. It's all about uh, Henderson's. When you Man, if you guys ever hit Dallas, Texas, and you find Henderson's chicken, I will tell you Henderson's has ginormous chicken breasts. If you get the two-breast plate, you, pff, good luck trying to finish that shit. I, I dare you to try to finish that shit. You won't. 
You will not at all. Um. Anyways, but see, I learned that through black folks. I learned that shit through the, through the black folks. Like, what's the good? You know, they always told me, bro, if you like that seasoning off this Rudy's chicken, every time you go, order extra seasoning. That's good to know. Thank you, bro. I I genuinely appreciate that shit. Same thing with Mexican food. If you want uh, over in Ennis, Texas, man, you want the best tacos? Reina's. Reina's tacos is fucking fire. Um, so shout out to Ennis. Other other places, man, you just you just gotta know somebody. And you know, you gotta knock down these social boundaries. If you ever have like a classroom where um where people are just mingling and getting together, you're gonna notice the segregation real quick. Like all the Mexicans group up over here. And then just like if there's black folks in there, the black folks are gonna group up over here. But and I noticed that whenever I was uh, at a most recent, uh, like a job, uh, not an interview, but an orientation, I noticed that you know there was there's a huge segregation. And don't don't uh, don't let Mexicans fool you. No, nah, the Mexicans be doing the same thing. They're taught all about the N word. They know exactly what to trigger black folks and all that shit. But it's 2021 and it's almost over. It's like after 2019. All those fucking deaths. You know, let's... Uh, what's his name? Jesse Smollett. That dude that whooped his own ass and tried to blame white supremacy people. Why do... You know, why can't we move past that? Uh, the movies... The movies have been making fun of these stereotypes and racism for so long. Cheech and Chong, man. Anyways. Which is weird, but... I always thought that Chong... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought Chong, Tommy Chong in the movies, I thought he was Asian, he, but he was just ridiculously stoned. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. You're Asian. <laughs> you got so high that you're Asian. But then you hear him talk and he's like total hippie. But, um, anyways, I just want to knock that shit down. I, I had somebody that's just like, I started putting the dots together. That, and it's, I'm not going to let it bother me, but there are some people that simply don't like me because of, uh, just because of the color of my skin. And because, like, I don't speak Spanish or something like that. Some people just don't like you. And, oh, well, I've got um, 1,100 of you motherfuckers right here that do. So, here, cheers to you guys. Man, why am I drinking tea whenever I have some badass porters in the fucking fridge? Give me a second, guys. My sinuses, man. I'm going to have to take multiple breaks here and just, like, blow my nose and shit or else that pressure in my head just kicks. I'll tell you one thing about uh, Pennsylvania out here. Pennsylvania has excellent Italian food. Very fucking good. The air when it's cold. Man, motherfuckers, I see them coming out of Walmart with, like, a T-shirt on. And I'm like, boy. You know that you're, if you flick your nipple, it's going to fly off your chest, dude. It's that cold out here. Like, are you serious? And um, I give props to these northerners up here. The north side can really endure this cold. I fucking hate it. I hate the goddamn cold, but I also hate the goddamn heat. You know, that's one thing about Texas is Texas will microwave your fucking skin. <laughs> 
I bet we all got skin cancer. We're all rednecks. <laughs> I was rooting you last night for uh, my boy. <sighs> my boy and his Chicago Bears. But um, they got whooped by the Green Bay Packers. So I don't really care for either team. But I was just trying to support my mans. You know what I mean? Got to support the homies, man. Dallas Cowboys, I heard they uh they kicked some ass. So uh, the Saints, they got marched all right. <laughs> Is that true? Let me look that up before I look stupid. All right, that that was confirmed. Um, the Saints lost to the Cowboys, so go <whistles> <Little> Cowboys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> those of you that are living under a rock, or just now joining this episode or just this podcast, um. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, I took me a little de- decongestion. Uh, what do you call it? Sudafed? Yeah. Now I just got to figure out the recipe and make some crystal meth. I bet you could, too. Like, if you get the right shit, you could just open up the window here in this little hotel room and just cook up some meth. There's a burner over there. So there's that. It's like an electric stove. You just plug the plug the door so hopefully the smell doesn't come out and uh, do some crystal meth. I don't like crystal meth, though. <clears throat> I wish I could make some, like, heroin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was like, uh, what chemicals do I need to make weed? Nothing, bud. All you need is a seed and some ground, some dirt. A little bit of water, pee on it, whatever. That was crazy. There's this little piece of um, uh, a buddy of mine in Texas. We used to smoke weed in his uh, in his bedroom, and we would. Uh, he's got like this little balcony thing over um, over his window, so you could literally like it could be pouring down rain, and you stand out. Uh, I guess like an awning. That's what it's called, like an awning. And um, so, like, when it's pouring down rain, you could literally step outside of the window and just smoke, like, stand there and not get wet. So it was pretty neat. And um, what he used to do is, this was back in the day where we had, like, some mid-grade stuff or some Reggies, and uh, there were seeds and stems, and we would always just toss them out the window, just uh, flick it out there like a booger. And... uh, for the most part, we never really went outside uh, during the rain or whatever, you know, because we could just smoke right there in the room. And what happens is we would throw so many fucking seeds out there, like over the years, like a couple of years, um, we would piss out the window sometimes because his parents were very, um, they didn't give a fuck what we did in the room. They just... They didn't want to be bothered. They didn't want to see people walking down the hall. They were just weird. You know what I mean? Sorry, dude. I, I'm not trying to call his parents, his family weird, but they were fucking weird. Anyways, and um, so I was like, well, fuck it. You know, they wouldn't they wouldn't harass me on the way to. Now, mind you, mind you, if I had to go take like a, a shit or something, it's possibly be, what the fuck are you doing out of my hall? Yeah, it was those motherfucking people. So anyways. Um, so yeah, we would piss outside all the time. Now, mind you, there's no water. The only moisture that would get those seeds on the ground would be just straight piss. 
And lo and behold, one uh a, one of the seeds began to sprout. It had like a little uh, a root that went up out of the ground and right back in. And it was kind of weird because, you know, it was just, I guess it was just laying on the on the dirt. And anyways, <laughs> fucking weird, guys. Um, so we made, we, we, we would call it piss. And it's funny because now uh, the piss strain and the plant grew. Yeah, we continued to piss on it. We were just, and then he, at, at one point he started to actually water it, try to take care of it because it grew from piss. So we were going to just call it the, the pee strain or yellow, pee, yellow piss. And <clears throat> we don't know what the fuck it was, what kind of strain. Oh, shit. Hold on. All right. You know, it's not, a ne- it's not an episode unless we get some kind of uh, interruption or some shit. It probably won't be the last. Anyways, uh, so yeah, what's, what we found was fu- quite funny was how the, um, I guess the marijuana industry is just fucking vast. It, the, it's a vast expanse of just different product strains, whatever, and crossbreeds and hybrids and whatever. You know what I mean. And so we came across cheetah piss. And uh, I was like, oh shit, I got to show him this. Well. I hope the dude's not dead because uh, I I shot a message to him. He didn't get shit. I guess he must change his number. Thanks a lot, bitch. You know, probably his his girlfriend is a fucking... uh, Girlfriend is a work. Piece of fucking work. Anyways, I got a a letter today. Or a letter. (laughs) What is this? The old days? Email in regards from a young kid who um, listens to this show in the UK. And I was like, yo, the UK is like probably some of my top listeners. Anyways, he listened to an episode from way back in the day, followed my instructions, and um, got himself a girlfriend. So I don't know how the fuck I happened to help you with that, dude. But fuck yeah, man, right on. Get you some pussy. Get you some sex. Have a child and regret everything. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Anyways, no, the whole, what the story goes is that him and, his, and a couple of his friends, I guess it's like three of them, they all like this one girl, and uh, nobody had the balls to go and try to talk to her. And so he, uh, he would slowly start talking to her. And then after a while, he asked her out on a date, and that was like the biggest, like, the biggest fucking... I guess, accomplishment of his life. And so they go out on a date. They went out. They, he said that they, um, I think they went ice skating. And uh, that's awesome, dude. That's very intimate, too. You can take your time, hold each other's hand, and slowly go around on the ice rink. Anyways, and uh, so right there, during, while ice skating, he asked her to be his, uh, his girlfriend. And she said yes. So, fuck yeah, man. Good for you. But watch your homeboys. Because if all three of you like that girl, then the other dudes are going to look for a way to get theirs. Just know that. Your other people, your other homies, you got to watch them. I mean, unless you got like that bro code between you and and your boys. 
But don't trust that no more. This is 2021. Nobody gives a fuck no more. If they can take your girl, she was never yours to begin with, dog. But um, at least you fucked, right? I mean, I, hopefully you did. See, that's the way I look at it. It's like, eh. If my wife were to... Uh, it <laughs> fucking sucks to think about it. But hey, let's say my wife cheated on me or something. It's like, eh, well, you know what? There's not a, a hole that I didn't put my dick in. So um, next, don't think you can't be replaced, sweetheart. Uh, damn, that's fucked up. But still true. Anyways, man, we're almost at the end of this. I was trying to complete 100 episodes by the end of, uh, by the end of this fucking year. And I don't think that's going to happen. Um, oh, yeah, we got some shit to talk about. Let's get a beer. Man, oh, shit. All right. <sighs> got me a beer, and I already drank it before I even got back to this. But just um, pretty sure each and every one of you have found or figured out by now the um, the tornado that killed 74 people in Kentucky. Um, so here, here's what we do know. At least 74 people are confirmed dead in Kentucky with more than 100 people unaccounted for. Damn. Imagine you just get picked up and just thrown, like, miles away. That's <laughs> This isn't the Wizard of Oz, Anthony. Come on. All right. The victims included a Sunday school teacher. Oh, oh no. A, uh, a doting grandmother and a father who left a lasting image of love. Oh. Ah. <sighs> Man, that sounds like a cover-up for a douchebag. Um, so, yeah, there was an Amazon warehouse that collapsed. Um, so those people finally get a day off. <laughs> Work you guys to death over there. Inside the candle company's uh, effort, you know, they're trying to find these, these employees. So, yeah, Mayfield, Kentucky, man. Um our, our hearts go out to you guys. Oh, shit. That's what happened? Damn. There's like, imagine just looking around and your house is the one that got obliterated and then the other people's houses are still standing. Like, you motherfucker, man. Yo, she was a bitch. And her house lived. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that sucks, man. Um... Not sure why no sirens must have where went off. Like, were people just not notified about this? I understand Amazon. Amazon people, they're just all like, we have an active tornado about 50 miles out or 20 miles away. They're just like, oh, it's okay, guys. Get back to work. Back to work. Back to fucking work. They get, shh, shh, get the fuck back to work. So the people are just like, God damn, okay. Just, if we don't die by these bullets. <laughs> We're going to die by this tornado. Anyways. So. Yeah, there's that. Shit. You think the. Uh, you think the Amazon had it bad. The candle workers. Uh, I think like seven or eight people died at the can. Or were hurt as fuck. There is like tornado sirens. You know, they, they. I guess they put everybody in the hallway. And then. Then they thought like, oh, we're good. Everybody go back to work. So some people wanted to go home, and uh, employees are saying that they got threatened 
They're like, if you leave, you're probably going to get fired. Like you're you're going to be fired. Which, as as a a production worker myself, um, I I think that would have happened. I'm pretty damn sure that would have fucking happened. And um, then of course, once the news co- uh, the news team comes up there, the spokesperson for the place is denying everything. No shit. Of course, they're going to deny that shit. Like, oh no, that's not true. That's completely untrue. Is it? Were you there? Did you hear what they? You know what I mean? It's like how can more than one person say we were th- our jobs were threatened over? You know what I mean? I mean, Lord forbid those candles, man. I mean, I understand if you can't make a fuck ton of candles. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> those people should be killed. Like they, they, people's lives were at stake, man. I hope that every person in that factory that got hurt milks the fucking dollars out of their asses, milk it like a melting candle. It's time to pour candle wax on their chest. Mmm, kinky motherfuckers. (laughs) Anyways, that's, that's fucking bullshit guys. Sorry. Sorry that you guys had to deal with that. So anyways, there's a Chinese rover, I guess, caught a very small, like a faraway image of this cube or some little cube thing on the moon. Kind of grabbed my attention because I believe in aliens, okay? The, The Bible and shit was written by a man who probably had a lot of fucking homemade hooch. So <laughs> it's a moonshine. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, the Bible don't say nothing about no no damn animal or you know aliens and shit. So that's that's why I was like, okay, there's a lot of shit missing. So I believe in aliens, and to just see some random like hut put on the or just on the moon when there's nothing else around it, I'm solely convinced that it's a Starbucks. Because every fucking city has a Starbucks. You can be the most ghetto place in the world. Still got a Starbucks. (laughs) Real quick, everybody. Let me tell you about eebotanicals.com. Of course, if you haven't figured it out by now, it's the number one place to get your Kratom. And if you've never even tried Kratom before, then fuck this ad. But let me also say that... I mean it whenever I say, whenever I talk about their quality and their products, just know I mean it. <laughs> and whenever I, uh, I talk about their customer service, just know I mean it. Just like G-Eazy, man. Anyways, uh, no, for real, uh, here's a true experience that I had. Uh, and this is with me. My, uh, my order got lost in the mail. And uh, once I, I hit up, I hit up their support team and they got to back to me within like an hour or two. And um, <clears throat> that was really fast. Other companies out there are just going to like, fuck that guy. You know, he'll buy another one. And um, they don't care if you lose or if, you, if they lose your business. But these people do. And what he did was he voided that, uh, he voided that tracking number and immediately shipped out another one, two-day shipping. I mean, no problems, no questions asked. He said that uh, if I happen to get that one late, it, oh, well. You know, like, that's a loss that they're willing to take. But 
I I have the integrity to send it back. I will con- if I get another package from them with another order, I'm going to send it back because they they sh- if you show me love, I'm going to show you love. You already know that. This is my show after all. Anyways, right now, just like always, you can get 10% off of your order at checkout by putting in tribe 10 as a promo code. And, uh, I mean, just watch your savings, man. Watch this shit just melt off your total. It, you're going to love it. If I love it, I know you'll love it. Anyways, let's get back into the show. Real quick, guys, I have an extra special exclusive offer for those up in the Ohio area. Ohio, you must be very, um, very familiar with Great Lakes Brewing Company. It's one of my favorites. It's now one of my all-time favorites. I am a huge fan of the Edmund Fitzgerald Porter. Uh, I mean, this is a robust and complex porter, and it's also a bittersweet tribute to the legendary freighter's fallen crew. So, you know. Oh, okay, I get it. That's why there's a a boat in the in the water on the picture. You know what? That's cool. At a whopping 6% porter, these are fucking guaranteed to fucking rock. Let me try it out. Hell yeah. It's it's like 7.50 in the morning and I'm drinking a beer. Sounds about right. Oh, man. You see, you can't tell me shit for drinking beer in the morning if you've never worked night shift. If you work night shift, you have an all-exclusive access pass to drink beer anytime you fucking please. It can be, if you can stay up till like 3 o'clock in the morning drinking beer, how come you can't have a beer a few hours later? Kill your hangover. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I'm just kidding, guys. Oh, man, the, the, the flavor on this is, is exquisite. Uh, it's an independent, uh, employee-owned uh, brewing company. Check them out, guys. If you can get your hands on a Great Lakes uh, Brewing Company beer, you won't be disappointed. All right, let's get back into the show. Oh, shit. The, um, yeah, I got emails from, uh, from you guys that want to hear about the PlayStation guy. I think I already covered that. <laughs> I mean, if you're a PlayStation executive, do you know how much pussy you can get? Do you know how much ass you can possibly get? Like, yo, if you suck my dick till I nut in your mouth, guess what? I'm going to get your uh, your little son or your daughter or whatever. I'm going to get him a, a PS5. No waiting in line. No nothing. I'm going to get you that PlayStation for your kid. Brand new, untouched, unboxed. Everything's still in the fucking wrappers. Oh, man. Like, you can manipulate so many people into sucking your cock <laughs> as a PlayStation exec, Sony, anything. But no, this motherfucker decides that he wants to go and try to hook up with a fucking 15-year-old. Like, dude, you know, I, I, I'm, I try to understand wh- where these people are coming from, but it's very hard to... I, I just can't. Like, whenever I was younger... I was very attracted, and I'm going to say about maybe 14, 15, even 16 years old, I was attracted to, like, 16-year-old people, you know, people my age group. And then as I, as I began to get older and older, I start to 
not vibe too well with them. So I go for older women that are more my age or even older. I, I vibe with older ladies. Just going to let you know that. I don't know what it is about me. I'm very attractive to the old women. Like an old woman can sit there and I guess I have like the way I stop my style and everything is uh, kind of old school. So whenever, you know, I, I guess I can easily swoon an old woman. Is that what it's called? Like sweep her off her feet? Crack them heels? <laughs> Anyways, I'm just kidding, ladies. Um, but yeah, older ladies, they, they seem to dig my style and, um, so much the old, the younger ones are kind of more into like the hood ghetto shit. And, uh, I think it's slowly starting to f pull out of that because now fellas are, you know, they've discovered red bottoms, you know, they've, they've discovered dress clothes and, uh, I look damn good in some fucking dress clothes. I'll tell you that with a blazer, huh, nicely firmly pressed blazer with a button up shirt. Oh man. You know what though? I don't wear cufflinks. I just, I don't know what it is about that. Uh, they look nice, but it, the amount of attention that a cufflink is going to get is not worth the money. And I'm only, if I buy a cufflinks for my suit, uh, it, it's going to be like, I don't know. About 40 bucks, $40 to $50 cufflinks. And just nobody pays attention to their cufflinks. So just saying, fuck them shits. But back to this PlayStation motherfucker. You guys, come the fuck on, man. You're a grown ass man. I, don't, I think he's like in his 40s or something trying to hook up with a 15 year old. Like that bitch doesn't even. I guarantee you that that kid doesn't even know how to properly wash their ass. Like, why or brush their teeth? They probably skipped brushing their teeth that day. Why? It's a fucking kid. My daughter's 13. As of right now, 2021. My daughter is 13 years old. And I, I just, I guarantee you. Oh, I'm not going to disrespect her on here, but I'm just going to say, man, she does not keep herself like 13 year olds are not going to keep themselves up like a uh, like a 25 year old woman, you know, and uh, oh, man, having a 13 year old, that means that they're they're she's she swears she fucking swears that she doesn't like boys yet. But let her get 15 years old, two more years. If she's anything like. See, man, I could have so much sex with people if I was a female, with, especially with the same mindset that I have. I'm, I'd be a slut, fucking slut. And people are just like, oh, everybody fucked her. Because, yeah, bitch, you're lacking. You ain't got shit under your belt. <laughs> Except a hairy muff, you fucking cunt. Anyways, I would be a slut. There's nothing wrong with slut shaming. You know why? Because with this bodysuit that we're all living in, we only live one time. You only live once. So if you're afraid to, to holler at this girl, fuck it, man. I'm just saying. You only live once, guys. <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with being a slut when you're younger because then, you, you know, you get it out of your system, hopefully. And, um... You probably know how to please your partner whenever you get older and married. So there's a lot of girls. You can tell who was a slut when they were younger and who wasn't. I mean, I'm not going to say much about my wife, but 
She knows how to do the thing that I like. <laughs> Things. Uh. <laughs> She's going to break my balls for saying that shit. Um, my wife is very respectable. <laughs> but behind closed doors, baby. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, let, let me take a break. All right, man. I'm I'm not gonna lie. the um the first the first half of this podcast, uh, I took an antihistamine. Uh, I think Zyrtec. It well, you know what? Um, there's this buddy of mine at uh one of my old jobs at uh Cardinal Glass. His name is Mike, and Mike is very smart in things that people don't normally look up, or you know the research. And so I asked him, and uh, and of course, fucking Leo, man. Shout out to Mike, and shout out to fucking Leo. Shout out to Cardinal ex- in, in, in a fucking unit, or as an organism, whatever. Um, I will say this. Uh, Mike and Leo, they both told me that, you know, whenever you have, like, your name brand medicine, like Tylenol, ibuprofen, uh, you know, sodium naproxen, uh, Zyrtec, that's what I took. Zyrtec. They also make in that same plant, they make the generic brands. And um, it's the same shit, just marked down so much more. And, you know, like if you go to Walmart, you see the Equate brand, just as good as the regular brand. It'll even show you on the front. Like, um, it'll say compared to you know, Sudafed or some shit like that. And it works just as fucking good. It's the exact same thing. The only difference is probably slightly weaker, but that's just probably because we trust your name brands. And um, I'm, I'm solely convinced. I tried Cetrazine. Cetrazine. It's a, uh, the generic for Zyrtec allergy medicine. Um, it works, and it makes you fucking sleepy as fuck. At least that's what it does to me. My grandfather, he, he can take that shit all day, every day, and not bat an eye, but not me. I take some citrusine, and I'm fucking gone. Like, if I take the whole thing, yeah, you can place your fucking money on that bet. I'm out. Uh, dissolve it in a beer, you're fucked. <laughs> Anyways, um... So yeah, the first half of this episode, I was very drowsy. Uh, I had a small little allergic reaction, so you know I handled that shit like a like a champ. But um, if the, if I sounded a little weird or probably soft, <laughs> that's probably because I was uh, I was drugged. Another good question. I've never tried mushrooms before. I wanted to know why do you do this? <clears throat> do them on your show? Oh, that's an old school episode. If I did my mushrooms, well, here's the reason why I, uh, I want you guys to know, like, not to make the same mistakes that I do, because I've taken five grams at a time, and I cannot do an episode on five grams of mushrooms. It'll make me just want to lay down and sleep, or just close my eyes and think. Like, you will shut this world off with mushrooms. You shut off the world. And you, you just, you get in touch with yourself. You know, you have that daily huddle meeting 
or you know you have that that quarterly meeting with yourself and i love it but however when i microdose oh i could do these episodes all day every day baby it ain't shit if you do microdosing like one gram of mushrooms like let's say you just eat one cap and a stem or two uh i think when i was with my mother-in-law and my wife and we were going to christmas shopping for uh ornaments and shit for our christmas tree and uh I ate, let's see, prior to that, I was jamming on my guitar. So I ate about maybe two mushrooms, the equivalent of like three, two or three stems and, uh, and two caps. Pretty much that's, that's what I, what I had. And, um, it was a little intense, but you know, you drink you some coffee or something to bring you out of your funk. And man, I was just laughing and having a, having a ball. Everything was so fucking funny. It just, you know, oops, I made a mistake. We all just start laughing. And my wife's just all like, you miss my mom, don't you? I was like, fuck yeah, I miss your mom. You know what? I would have never said that four years ago. Four years ago, I hated my in-laws. And so I tried mushrooms, and it just got me to realize, like, we're all one team. Why are you going to hate your own team members? If they got my back, why the fuck don't I have their back? And, uh, yeah, mushrooms, man, they knock down barriers within yourself that you had no idea were even up. And, uh, that's why I do them. That's why I do it. I do it so I could become spiritually cleansed. There's so much bad juju out there. All these rap songs that make you feel like, fuck the world. Everything is yours. No, it's not. Like, <laughs> don't don't let this boy lie to you on this recording. Anyways, we're going to start winding down this episode. <laughs> what are we at, like, 96, 97 episodes? Oh, we're almost there. I think I might do, like, a 20, 30-minute podcast here in a minute just so I can hurry up and knock that shit out because I'm about to go to Texas for two weeks. And, um, well, really it's going to be a week and a half because I'm going to fly or I'm not going to fly, but I'm going down to Corpus to, um, hop on another, another show. Uh, I've got some, some, uh, work in Oklahoma. So as soon as I go down to Corpus, I have to shoot back up to Oklahoma and then right back into Texas and start doing Christmas and shit. So I got a really busy week ahead of me, but, um. It's good that I'm making friends. Uh, I've been asked not to talk about it on this show because they are not psychedelics friendly. They uh, really, uh, I'm going to be interviewed for people who have tried psychedelics and what they can say compared to what the uh, the studies show. And, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? The stereotypes of taking mushrooms and acid and something where everything becomes cartoons and you're just jumping into a keyhole, you know, just no, that that's not what happens. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to educate some people on psychedelics and just how beneficial they are. It's like, uh, I'll tell everybody with psychedelics, it's like beers. Uh, it's like fucking beer. If you have one or two beers, you know, you get a nice little, okay, I'm nice and relaxed. But if you take five to eight beers, 
you know, all of a sudden you, you might be in some shit and, uh, it's, it's a moderation, man. Moderation with every, with everything, every substance. If you take a few hits off of a joint or a blunt, you, you know, you might, it's like, imagine one dab versus six fucking dabs out of oil. It's like, God damn, you're going to be super, 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 super super hungry right now <laughs> uh i as of now i i don't smoke marijuana what the fuck is that my alarm's go my phone is going off and i didn't even set no time what the fuck that was weird so i paused this episode to go over to the um to my phone and silence my alarm and right as i was silencing my alarm a plate moved in in the sink and made like a tink. You know how to play. You know how dishes sound. I don't have to fucking reanimate it. I swear this place is haunted. Like if whenever I turn off all the lights to go to sleep, this hotel suite, it's like uh, I I don't feel like I'm alone. You know, like I feel like there's there's always something. Whenever I get around paranormal shit. Um, I, I always ask, like, once I have a feeling like there's a ghost there watching me, I, I break the ice real quick. So, um, we're, we're homies, right? Cause, um, you would have killed me by now if we weren't. So, you know what would be dope as fuck? I say you have a messy ass room. Now, normally, poltergeists will, like, knock shit over onto the floor. But imagine a poltergeist that fucking cleans your room. It's pissed off that you're a slob. They just start folding all your clothes right in the midair. You just see your shirt in the midair just start, like, folding in and stacking up on your bed. And just be like, you know what, man? I think, I think, we could, I think we're going to be good friends. Thank you so much. <laughs> that would be cool as fuck. I, I would record that. Man. There's so many recordings on the internet where there's like a film crew and they walk through a uh, some kind of like asylum or something and there's spray paint all on the walls. And, um, you know, then as they're walking, like a door shuts behind them. And it's like they act like super scared or something. It's like, dude, how do I not know? How do I know that that's not your can one of your people in your crew? That's you know what I mean? Somebody that you didn't mention that's there to make noises and shit. Like, it, it's very hard because there's too much uh, production value in in making people believe that it, it's really haunted. I don't know. And then they cut it short. I hate those shits. Like, you're supposed to go throughout the entire fucking asylum and find blood splattered all on the walls and shit. But no. Y'all know what I'm talking about. YouTube does that shit. One of my favorite channels on uh, on YouTube is Dark Five. Dark Five has some interesting shit. I hate the music, though, because when I'm trying to sleep at night, I would be the motherfuckers trying to sleep at night watching Dark Five channels. Like, spooky shit. And then I'm just all like, I'm afraid to go to sleep now. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> like, Damn, you're watching scary shit. 
Uh, breaking news: uh, the Tool guitar, or I mean, the Tool drummer, Danny Carey, the guy who is, in my opinion, right now, the greatest drummer on earth since Neil Peart. Neil Peart died from Rush. He died, and next in line to take that throne is Danny Carey. They were good friends. Danny Carey was uh, supposedly arrested for uh, at an airport after a game. He's a big sports fan, and uh, after a game, he was arrested for a s assault, which I think that that was probably blown out of fucking proportion. The cops didn't even see. It. He even told me, or he even you can hear him say it on the video. I drum, I drum for Tool. I'm, I'm drumming for Tool. And the cops just didn't give a fuck. They're like arresting him, and I'm just like, dude. If I was that cop, and I was the one arresting Danny Carey, I would just, man, be like, Danny, I messed up with my handcuffs, and you took off running. I think I'm, you know, I would let that motherfucker go. Like, I would just tell him, look, man, seems like there's been a uh, a misunderstanding here. Get the fuck out of here, man. Enjoy your tour. You're about to start touring. Which is true. Tool is uh, they're gonna. If you if you don't remember, I went to a Tool concert, um, in 2020, in January 20th, in 2020, and um, it was the greatest experience of my life. I was able to um, put my my best friend to rest, mentally, and spiritually, and uh, I was on five and a half grams of mushrooms, or probably seven. I don't remember. It was very hard to stand up, but I did it for Tool and for, for Manuel. Um, it, just, it was very hard for me to understand and, and accept that he was gone. And um, yeah, that experience at that concert was legendary for me. So uh, two months later, COVID happened and they had to, uh, they, they canceled their tour. So here we are in 2022 coming up and they're about to resume that, uh, that tour for their album, Fear Inoculum, which it's, uh, in my opinion, it's not their greatest album. Like there is great composure. Don't get me wrong. There is absolute legendary composure in that album. But for me, Lateralis and, um, and, uh, Inema, is that what it is? Inema, or uh, yeah, I mean, my, my favorite album of all time. I was introduced to Tool uh, with the Undertow album, and uh, Prison Sex was my favorite song, just because it it just seemed to it has such a dark groove to it, and um, and shit. I mean, it just it went from there. Uh, Ten Thousand Days. That's a good album. Not the greatest, but still a good one. But Lateralis was the most mind-expanding album that they have. Anyways, enough about Tool. Dude, drummer got arrested. He bailed. Or, you know, he posted bail, and now he's out. So, big whoop. Man. Lucky for me, I, I'm on the... Um, I've been staying in the Town Place Suites by the Marriott. Um... Shit, for a while, I checked in on the 22nd of August. 
And um, anyways, I signed up for these points. And uh, I don't even know why I'm telling you guys this. I'm just saying I am officially Platinum Elite member. And that means I get like upgraded suites. So if I uh, guaranteed bookings or reservations. Uh, so like, let's say, you know, my wife and I are going to go a little, little vacation out of town. Uh, I book with reduced rates. So like 55 bucks for a hundred and something dollar suite. And um, they'll give you the best or upgraded bigger suites for no cost at all. And um, 4 p.m. checkout, man. Everybody always has to wake up the next day or like, well, you know, when you're checking out, they always have to wake up and be out of there by 11 a.m. Not us, man. We sleeping in till 4 p.m. And um, other stuff, you can have a gift or something presented to you i don't give a fuck unless it's alcohol you know by all means shit give me a bottle but yeah these pretty fucking dope i'm gonna be i'm gonna have like stupid points by the time i get out of here which is dope man because i mean it'll help me travel it'll help me do other podcasts shit like that man look there are so many episodes that i scrap I'm being for real. There's a lot of episodes that I just delete altogether. And this one is one. And I've been told, I've mentioned this before, and people tell me like, no, nah, bro, like, don't, don't, don't delete them. Like, just, just post them. Like, fuck it. You know, just let it go. And I was like, if I don't like it, if I don't personally enjoy this episode, like, why am I going to, you know, if it's not a banger, why do I release it? And it's just like, man, because it's you, you know, like it's, you don't know that you're spitting gold sometimes. And I'm like, well, I guess whatever. So I'm not happy with this episode. Um, I was a little under the weather during the first half, which I recorded yesterday. And uh, so here we are. Uh, I'm going to get hammered. <laughs> Kind of. And I'm going to go buy me some dress clothes. I'm talking about some button-up shirts. It's one thing I love about Pennsylvania. Uh, out here in Pennsylvania, the dress clothes, they're not as expensive as they are in Dallas. If you dress with a button-up shirt, slacks, and nice dress shoes and a belt, and you got your hair slicked back or some shit, you're, um, you're probably going to pay a, a pretty penny for that. But over here, they have nice clothes, man. So I might have to go get, I have to get myself something for Christmas. I have grinded so hard that I have to get myself something for Christmas. And I think that's going to be some clothes. You know, I just, it's, I'm 33 years old. This has been a tremendous year for me. And, um, yeah, there's that. Anyways, I'm not going to. Uh, I, there's going to be two weeks that I am not going to, uh, upload anything. Of course, once I hit those other shows, um, I am solely spending time with my, my wife and kids. It's, it's Christmas time. It's time for me to, you know, I mean, I've been gone since Thanksgiving and it's time to be with my family, time to be with my kids. Uh, I want to see my daughter. I just, I I like to catch up with my own kid because, you know, it just like, I, 
I don't know if she knows that I love her, but sometimes kids don't know. You know, they're not able, they don't give a fuck about whether or not there's love in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Kids care about their electronics, who's popular in school. And I try to tell her all the time, like, whoever is popular at school ain't shit in life. Like, there's, that's, there's so many other bigger circles. If somebody doesn't want you to be in their circle, fuck them. Make your own fucking circle. And once you once they realize that your so your your circle is dope as fuck, they're gonna try to be in your circle. And guess what? Now you can reject them, or even better, let them in and tell them, "Yeah, you can join my circle. I'm not gonna do you like you did me." You know, and let them walk out of your circle. Like fuck you, get out of here. This is my circle, bitch. I always tell that to all my kids. One of my one of my kids was upset that her um. All these people, you know, there's a popular person in school and uh, they didn't want her to be her friend and they wouldn't let her be in their group. And that's when I told them, fuck that group. They ain't shit. I can walk over there and just beat the shit out of all them kids. What are they now? They ain't nothing but a bunch of fucked up people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But on, on, a, on a truth scale here, you know, that's what we all have to tell our kids is that like quit trying to fit into somebody else's group or you know follow somebody else's lead let your kids be the leaders let them be like oh you know what you like whenever if somebody says like oh you're na- like you know I, you're lame or i don't like you so that's fine this world has billions of people you think that your one opinion get, matters to me when there's like hundreds of thousands of others that are, that differ fuck you <laughs> And I, I, hopefully the kids will absorb that shit. You know, I, I am all for uh, gassing up your kids. But anyways, guys, I'm not trying to pay too much for this shit. So without further ado, I want to thank you guys for tolerating this episode. It's not my greatest work, but I'm trying to get to 100. So woo, let's go. We've got another one coming up. I love you guys. Take care. Peace.